Hi, I'm Kate Botello, your host of Classical Sprouts. If you love this podcast, please donate to help Sprouts continue to grow. Go to classicalsprouts.org slash donate. Thanks. Hola, queridísima Sprouts. It's your host, Kate Botello here. And I want to tell you about a song that I grew up with that was my most favorite, but also kind of my least favorite song. So here's the deal. I'm Venezuelan. My dad is from Venezuela. And he played a lot of Venezuelan folk music in the house, especially by an awesome band called Serenata Guayanesa. They played Venezuelan folk instruments, and they also sang really cool harmonies. And they performed this song, which is about a toad. The song is called El Sapo, and it's about a toad and his wife, La Sapa. And the lady toad, La Sapa, is having babies. Now, here's the thing about this song. It's really funny when you know what it means, and there are also all these cute little froggy noises that they make when they're singing. So let's start out with what it means. Okay. La sapa estaba pariendo y el sapo estaba mirando. La sapa estaba pariendo y el sapo estaba mirando. So that means the lady frog is having babies and the man frog, Mr. Frog, is watching. And then they make these little froggy sounds. Okay, those are like little peeper frogs. If you've ever heard peeper frogs, that's kind of what they're supposed to sound like. Okay, so they repeat that. Now here's a line that did not make any sense to me. I had to get help on this from my cousin Juan Cristobal in Venezuela because sometimes Spanish words don't translate exactly the way you want them to or they don't mean the exact thing. And this is what I mean. It says, Cuando la sapa pujaba, el sapo se iba esponjando. Now, that means when the lady frog pushes, right, because she's having the babies, the man frog fluffs up. And we're like, fluffing? Why does esponjando mean fluffing? How does a toad fluff? Well, Juan Cristobal helped me with this. It also means bloating or swelling up. And he even looked up facts about toads, and he learned that when a toad uh, wants to look tough, like he's being faced with a predator, he swells up, so he looks really big and looks really tough. So basically what's happening is every time she pushes, he feels like a big tough guy because he's going to be a daddy. Now here's where we get to the part that is both my most and least favorite part of the song, at least growing up. Because what happens next is that the lady frog starts bossing him around. And she says, Sapo, vete de aquí. Sapo, ponte para And that means, Sapo, get out of here. Sapo, go over there. But the way they say it, Sapo, Sapo. Sapo, vete de aquí. Sapo, ponte para Because she's like tired because she's having babies and she's pushing really hard. Sapo. Okay, it's funny, but it also drove me up the wall. And my other cousin, Yurani, used to come over and bug me with it. She'd lean in my ear and she'd just go, Sapo, Sapo. 
So then there's a little geographical reference. Um, there are two references in this song. One is to Castellito, and one is to La Cruz de Perdón. Well, both of those, uh, one of them is the name of a town in Bolivar, and the other is the name of a church in the state of Bolivar. By the way, Castillito means little castle, and Cruz de Perdón means the cross of forgiveness, which is the name of a church. So they're just kind of telling you where they hang out. La Zapa estaba criando muy cerca de Castillito. So she's having babies close to the town of Castillito. And this part's amazing. Y a la media hora tenía más de 500 zapitos. So somewhere around noon, she has more than 500 babies. Then she bosses Mr. Frog around some more. Sapo, vete de aquí. Sapo, ponte para Get out of here. Go over there. Get out of here. <laughs> this is so funny. Okay, then we have La Saba Vido Pariendo Apuntaya La Madrugada. So she is still having babies, getting close to dawn now. She's been in labor a really long time. And then it's Y los zapitos contentos se pusieron a bailar. So they come out and they just start dancing. Then she bosses the other frog around again. Sapo, vete de aquí. Sapo, ponte allá. Then they talk about La Cruz de Perdón. That's the church in the town where she is, supposedly. Then El Sapo lo celebrada con una botella de rot. So he celebrates with a bottle of rum. And there's a tiny swear in the next one that I'm going to kind of unswear for you, but it's, uh, and then he got out, the dang frog. He bails. And, you know, basically, who can blame him? She's been telling him to get out the whole time, right? So there it is. So please know in the future, if you want to tell somebody to get out, like La Sapa, Mrs. Frog, you say, vete de aquí, get out of here. And if you want to say, go over there, it's ponte para allá, but you can shorten it to ponte vaya. You got it? Vete de aquí, ponte vaya. All right, Zapitos, thank you for listening to my favorite and least favorite childhood song with me. It cracks me up. So that's it for this episode of Classical Sprouts. I am your host, Kate Botello. Emily Duncan Wilson is your producer. Many, many, many thanks to my awesome cousin, Juan Cristobal. We're all done now. Vete de aquí. <laughs> but please come back later for another episode. Adios. Did you know you are physically adapting to all your swiping, scrolling, and tapping? We're changing our bodies and what they're able to do through our habits. 
NPR's Body Electric, a special interactive series investigating how to fix the relationship between our tech and our health. Listen in the TED Radio Hour feed wherever you get your podcasts.